Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Living the dream once again here on a fabulous NFL playoff weekend. This is Fox Football Saturday. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We're going to help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, it is halftime in this matchup in the divisional round between the Ravens and the Texans, and the number one seed has got a game. It's a ball game. It's a ball game. Texans-Ravens tied at 10. Second season. So Lamar Jackson came into this game with a postseason record of 1-3, and and last Sunday, Rich Hornberger and I were sitting here previewing the Packers-Cowboys game. And I was bringing up the fact that Dak Prescott had a postseason record of two and four. Rich came on defending Dak Prescott, saying, well, if you really look at those games, he never really had a bad game. There were other circumstances (laughs) that led to the Cowboys' losses. That was not the case as they fell behind 27-zip at home against the Packers, went on to lose that game embarrassingly. We'll talk about the aftermath of that Cowboys' loss. But once again, we have a quarterback, Lamar Jackson, whose regular season record has propelled him into Hall of Fame conversation. He is projected to win his second league MVP. But here in the first half, the numbers don't lie. They have 118 total yards of offense in the first half against a extremely young, playoff inexperienced Houston Texans team. But athletic. But athletic. And that makes a difference when you have outside linebackers and defensive ends that can actually put pressure on Lamar Jackson. He's had a couple big runs to extend drives in this first half. But Will Anderson, that linebacker core for Houston, they can run, right? We've seen Lamar being brought down one-on-one in the open field. We don't ever – you don't ever see that. So it's not just – Baltimore's offense, you know, sputtering or something they're not doing, they're playing against a pretty good defense. And they're young. They're energetic. I I mean, the Texans, if they can stop hurting themselves uh, pre-snap, 
on offense, I, I mean, coming out the second half, this could be a completely different different game. Well, the key in this game is it appears it's going to be a tight game unless somehow – and then by the way, the weather is a major factor. It's freezing right now in Baltimore. This is not an indoor game. This is very much an outdoor game. Football weather. There's a lot of wind as well, which is going to hurt the passing game. By the way, the passing numbers from a percentage standpoint are not that bad in this game. Lamar Jackson is 7 of 11, just 52 yards. He does have the one touchdown pass. See, J. Stroud, 11 of 20, 131 yards. He's had a couple of drops from his receivers mm-hmm. uh, in this game. So the quarterbacks have held up pretty well. But this is this is a game about legacy. You know, I mentioned Hall of Fame, and I'm a big, you know, follower of all Halls of Fame and why certain guys get in, why certain guys don't. But more than any other sport, in terms of evaluating a Hall of Fame career, Super Bowls become a part of it even though I remind everyone once again in the consummate team sport, which football is, that Super Bowls are not an individual achievement. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not It's not like I won three Super, Super Bowls. Bowl. No, no. No, 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 no. You were no. part of three teams that won a Super Bowls, and without them you would not be a Super Bowl champion. So, But this is where legacy is built. And for Lamar Jackson, who's having a fabulous career so far, as I mentioned, on his way to a probable second MVP award. Can you imagine if they lose this game? Can you imagine if they were to lose to the Houston Texans? I mean, don't say it like that. I mean, don't don't, I mean, don't be so disparaging. Which uh, I, I, I am, you are sitting across from a Texan, well, just FYI. Okay, you mentioned Lamar Jackson getting it done with his legs. We also talked about the Ravens doing exactly what they did four years ago where they had wrapped up the number one seed going into the final game of the regular season, had the bye week looking ahead of them, sat everybody, and then came out flat in that loss to the Tennessee Titans. And frankly, this first half, at least offensively, they've looked flat. And again... It's a lot of time off. It is a lot of time off. So you get a little adjusted, right? You come out in the second half, and, and you're clicking more in rhythm. Like you said, they haven't played in a couple weeks. We get it. We understand that. Got to knock the rust off because obviously Houston doesn't understand that they're too young and not good enough to compete at this level with the number one seed. Nope. They forgot to tell them that. Well, <laughs> why should you be knocking rust off in the postseason? This is my whole point about <laughs> sitting yeah, everybody you when you have a bye week. I understand if you have to play that first week in the wild card round and you have an opportunity to rest some players in week 18. But when you already have a bye, do you really need three weeks off? Now, you're a big defender of this, Ephraim. You're like, well, you know, you need your body to heal. Well, that's what the postseason's for. That's when your that's when your body heals. When your season is over, you got an off season to heal your body. Not at this time of the year. You want them, you want them all out there playing. Well, absolutely. That's you. the way that you know. And, and I, I'm not gonna fight you. Mm-hmm. Did you have any bye weeks uh, your uh, f- first year? You had a bye week, right? Yeah, we had a bye. Did you sit everybody the last week? Weren't you locked into a two seed? We we were locked into the two seed, so we came out and we played. I think it was Miami. We played that that, that last. I was a rookie, so I, I played well, the whole, play I played the whole yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I had to play the whole game, so, yes. you yeah. know. Yeah. I'm sure you had plenty of energy once you got to the Super Bowl. Not a problem out there. I was out wore there. out. 
All right, uh, we have a lot to do today on the show as we talk about these games coming up. Of course, later on, the other number one seed, the 49ers, are going to face the other surprising team that advanced to the division round, that being Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. So last Sunday, Ephraim, I was sitting here with Rich, and we were talking about we weren't even predicting the possibility of a Packer win in Dallas, where Dallas had won 16 straight games, eight of their – Uh, Six of their eight wins this year have been by at least 20 points at home, and yet they laid an egg. Uh, We were already talking about the future of Mike McCarthy. And, you know, we brought up the name Bill Belichick because we said, all right, look, the reason that Jerry Jones hired Mike McCarthy is because he had a Super Bowl win on his resume. Well, if you're going to hire a guy with a Super Bowl win on his resume, how about a guy with six Super Bowl wins on his resume? Yeah, but. Well, and ahead. that was my whole feeling. So after after this game, you're thinking, all right, it's going to get done. And I'm like, no, no, no. Think about this for a second here. Why did Jerry Jones get rid of Jimmy Johnson? Ah, too much influence. Because Jimmy Johnson was too getting influence. too much credit, too and much. he was not getting enough credit. Too much. Can you imagine if you were to bring in Belichick this coming year and they win the Super Bowl? Mm-mm. Who's going to get the spotlight? No, he can't. It would be all Bill that. Belichick. It He's would not... be all Belichick, the big comeback. He still has a Jerry Jones would be invisible in the background. We know that's not going to happen. So Jerry Jones is not going to hire Belichick, and he's going to keep Mike McCarthy because he doesn't want to go down the same path he did before with Jimmy Johnson where the coach is going to get all the credit. Because you know that's exactly what would happen. Imagine Belichick comes in, Cowboys win the Super Bowl, there's the Lombardi Trophy, and all eyes are on Bill Belichick. Belichick. He's got number Seven. Number seven, and he did it with a different team. He proved it once again. And where's Jerry Jones? That's not what Jerry Jones he, he, wants. In the back. Jerry Jones wants to win a Super Bowl where he is the focus, which he will get with Mike McCarthy as his coach. That being said, how do you possibly explain what happened in Dallas in that game against Green Bay? How is it possible with all the momentum the Cowboys had going into the game, that home field advantage, everything they had going in there, how do you fall down twenty-seven nothing in the first half to a team that was nine and eight? The Green Bay Packers. The thing that uh, that always has bothered me about the Dallas Cowboys, outside of the nineties, is this moniker of America's team. Yes. Right? We know they're the most expensive uh, uh, sports brand on the planet Earth. We get all of those things, right? America's team, more fans, all of that. None of that translates to winning. But they insist that it does. You have an owner that speaks more than coaches, that speaks more than players, and it just seems like the hype around the team. We saw this. Dak Prescott is a is a good quarterback. I couldn't sit here and tell you He's not a good quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? No. But you'd have to argue with Dallas Cowboy fans. Tony Romo was was a good quarterback. Right. Was he a great quarterback? No. And so when you start putting things like you, you, you look at them this season and for so long they beat up on teams without winning records. And... That tra- everybody has a winning record in the playoffs. 
they didn't. The thing that really threw me off was they didn't lose a home game all year until the playoffs. Did you notice that we had discussed this throughout the year that the two teams that were phony, yeah, were the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Yes. That they had taken advantage of playing bad teams at home, putting up some big numbers, big offensive numbers, and they both went down, boom, in the first round. All right, so we got a lot to cover today. Coming up on the other side, we're going to get another voice into the conversation about what's next around the National Football League. Hey, by the way, did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud reliability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations apply coming up on the other side is get ready for the second half of this game between the texans and ravens we'll check in with our fox sports nfl insider adam kaplan this is fox football saturday fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
Steve Hartman and Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Football Saturday. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Lamar Jackson doing it with his legs today. He just scored to give the Ravens a 17-10 lead. Their opening drive of the second half. The number one seed in control in the moment. 12 minutes to go in the third quarter of that game. All right, joining us after we missed him last week. But he is back fully loaded here on this divisional round weekend. Our Fox Sports NFL insider adam kaplan is joining us right now and finally sheesh now adam <laughs> uh, we have lots to talk about sure. with the games this weekend yep. uh, and we're going to get to all of that but uh, first we have to talk about the aftermath of the cowboys loss to <laughs> yeah. the green bay packers and the decision to keep mike mccarthy it's interesting because last sunday rich orenberger and i before that game were already talking about well what if mccarthy falls short of let's say the conference championship game you hired him because he had a Super Bowl win on his resume. How about hiring a guy with six Super Bowls on his resume? And then after that game, everyone was suddenly jumping on that, and I was thinking to myself, it's never going to happen. Because remember, why did Jerry Jones part ways with Jimmy Johnson? Because his coach was getting too much credit. Yeah. And if Belichick were to lead the Cowboys, let's say, next season to a Super Bowl championship – where do you think the cameras would be focused on? Jerry Jones? I don't think so. It would be all about Bill Belichick. So am I, am I off on this? Was it ever considered? Because a lot of people thought, here, you have an opportunity to get the most successful coach in terms of championships mm-hmm. in NFL history, and you're going to stay with Mike McCarthy? How hell-bent yeah. is Jerry Jones on actually winning a Super Bowl? So, guys, that was definitely a stunner. I gotta t- I'm got i rarely surprised by this stuff, but that one surprised me. You know, Every year I would talk to the Cowboys, and oh, this might be the year that Jerry moves on from Jason Garrett, but he wouldn't do it. He's actually too loyal. And then you know, when he brought McCarthy in, he gave him a five-year deal. It wasn't just about playoffs. It's getting back to the Super Bowl, since they, what they haven't done since '95. And it hasn't happened. Uh, no, no. Here's the way I see it, though, in terms of Bill Belichick. Had Jerry Jones considered the move, I do believe Belichick would have been high up on his list. I do believe that. Now, I know what you're alluding to. Jerry has full control. He's the GM, the president, and the owner. That's the interesting part of it. How would have that worked? Well, we'll never know because bill uh and, and and jerry never met so that never went up happening now what i found interesting is uh belichick in his last press conference with the media there we're not we're not talking about the one we had with robert Kraft, was talked about control and he said he was willing to do whatever it took to help the football team which intimated maybe be be willing to give up some control now the media there was not willing to agree to that but bill put it out there now Moving forward here with Atlanta is interesting because Arthur Blank, the owner who's 81 years old, he's not looking to, to rebuild. He's not looking to you know, build a team over three, four, five years. Uh, he wants to win now, and that, that, as I understand, is the interest in Jim Harbaugh as well, who's going to get another interview here, and obviously with Bill Belichick. Let's stay with Dallas. And sure. uh, instead of the coach, let's go to the quarterback. Um, look, Dak Prescott... Steve and I were talking earlier. He's a good quarterback. Okay? Well, I, I'm not going to argue whether he's good. He's not great. A lot of Cowboy fans want to argue that that their quarterbacks are great. Him, Tony Romo, they're just good. All right? Moving forward, what does Dallas do with him? Uh, because he's going to be up for an e- extension here, and it's going to be, I, I mean, out, 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 of, out of control. 
All right, so Ephraim, they'll get this done. Uh, he's going to get an extension. The reason why they're going to do it, and the main reason is because the salary cap number, because of uh, a, a simple restructure, it's $59.45 million. $60 that, million, right. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's not happening, okay? That's just not happening. And if I'm his agent, I believe it's Todd France, I, I'm not going to let him play on this final year, uh, where he's owed $34 million, $20 million uh, salary and $5 million a roster bonus, which is due on the fifth day of free agency. So they'll make it. They'll get it done. And you're right. You know, the, the, the thing is, you know, I, I just turned my, uh, my vote in for the Pro Football Writers Association. And again, it's only a regular season award. I, I, uh, I, I mean, it was not easy. I had to look at, you know, the, the best player. And I thought Lamar Jackson has been you know, kind of up and down in this game today, but his running has been good. I'm looking for the most consistent quarterback. So Dak... Dak had so Dak really second half was fantastic, but it's not a second half deal. It's it's the whole season, and Lamar Jackson to me is the most consistently solid quarterback. All right, so we're sitting here in Los Angeles right now. When are we going to see the billboards with Jim Harbaugh as the coach <laughs> of the Chargers? I mean, we're waiting. I mean, it, it, it's happening, right? I mean, apparently the Raiders are going to stay with Antonio Pierce. Yep. Good for them. Uh, you mentioned Belichick, uh, second interview down in Atlanta. Uh, but we're assuming the odds are saying Jim Harbaugh is going to be the Chargers head coach. We're waiting for the, the billboards here. Jim Harbaugh is coming to L.A., when is it going to happen? Well, I'm going to tell you, Steve, it's more up to Jim Harbaugh. It's not up to the Chargers, as I understand at this point. Jim needs to make a decision what he wants to do, including going back to the University of Michigan. I'm not going to rule that out. Talking to someone close to him this week, I, I was a little surprised that I didn't hear, like, oh, yeah, he's definitely taking the Chargers job. That, that surprises me. And it never really happened for him and the Raiders, so they had interest in him. I, I, don't, I don't see Harbaugh going somewhere. I'd, I'd be very surprised if he took the Atlanta job. Why? Doesn't have a quarterback. That that to me is is just you don't have a starting quarterback. We again we could t- we we talked about the Justin Herbert before. Yeah, you know he was had an up and down season. Also got hurt. He's a good quarterback, and he signed long term. That has a lot of value. Um, particularly talking to coaching agents, that some of the guys who have these head coaching candidates, they like that job. Like it's like you, you look at the jobs. Where there's not a quarterback. It's just not as attractive. No, I mean that's you got to start over, and we've seen coaches get fired. Stepping into situations without a, a legitimate quarterback because it's hit or miss. Um, Dan Campbell. Uh, I, I mean, what a job! What a job Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, I, I mean, what, who is the coach of the year? Like, well, I voted for D'Amico. Okay, here's why. I think you and I talked about this expectations. Mm -hmm. Did anyone really have any expectations? Let me give you the number. The numbers, depending on what sports book, preseason, four and a half, five or five and a half wins. That's why he gets it. I mean, the fact that a rookie quarterback and rookie head coach made the playoffs, won a playoff game at home, but won a playoff game. They're playing competitive football now. But again, it's a regular season award. I had to do it. Now, Dan Campbell, you know what I love? I don't know if you remember this three years ago when he took the job, all the ridicule he got. Biting kneecaps, people made fun of him. Memes. Oh yeah, I, I made fun clown. of him. Yes, right, guy's a clown. This is what you need to do. It's the same thing with Nick Sirianni, the Eagles head coach. So let's stop reacting to the guy's opening press conference. Let's see the body of work before we criticize. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous the, the stuff that was out there. And I'm, I'm glad for my friends who work for the, the Lions because they have suffered. Oh. There's some guys who've been there for over 20 years and seen yeah. so many GMs and so many head coaches. And I spent one year there and one. Oh yeah, that's right, you did. And, what year was that? Was, oh, don't tell me. What year was that? 2009. 
That you were it not was, with the Owen sixteen. I was. I got there after. Oh, thank goodness! And it was okay. like <laughs> going, just like reporting to a morgue every day. Oh man! It Who was, was your head coach? Uh, Jim Schwartz just came in. Schwartzy, oh Schwartz, okay. First Jim year, Schwartz okay. came in, yeah. and uh, I think Scott wow. Linehan was the offensive coordinator. Mm. And the way the organization was run was they were set up for failure year and year after year after year. It was out of control. Matt Millen really put his foot and his his, his handprints all over that. Didn't <laughs> Can I give you a quick story? Yeah. That this is the the, the comedy of errors by the Lions. So twenty four hours before draft. They already had the Quentin Jammer jersey made up. It was going to be Quentin Jammer. The next day, they took Joey Harrington. Mm-hmm. To this day, yeah. nobody knows exactly what the heck happened, and I'll leave it at that. Let's talk about the game uh, coming up between the Packers and yeah. the 49ers. Sure. Um, you know, we, we talk about these number one seeds, and you know, I, at least on paper, it would appear these are the two best teams in the league. But what's happened in Green Bay with Jordan Love – uh, with Matt LaFleur, who proved that he can coach when he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers as his coach. Where do we go from here? I mean, this is the youngest team in the National Football League, the Green Bay Packers. Is this just an aberration? They get hot at the right time? Or is this something that's going to build to next level as far as the Packers are concerned? I would say hot at the right time, but here's the thing. No quarterback in the National Football League has played better than Jordan Love in the second half. 23 touchdown passes, three picks at his last 10 games. So comfortable. Dare I say it, he looks Aaron Rodgers light. So comfortable. He's hanging in the pocket. You know, the, I've always said this about offensive lines, and Ephraim could relate to this. And this is not a shot that the Packer offensive line talent, but elite quarterback play makes an offensive line better. And he's just been incredible. I mean, Jordan, this is a great story because it, the, the pick got ridiculed. They traded up to get Jordan Love. And he sat, and you know what? This is one of the rare times where quarterback sitting actually helped him because Utah State, yeah, mm-hmm. Utah State guys, he was in a completely different offense. This is an old school West Coast offense. No, Steve, you said did they get hot? Yeah, they did. They won their last four. They're they're playing much better defense. This defense, by the way, is really talented. But they've 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 underachieved with Joe Barry. Uh, I don't know that even if they even if they win today, I'm not, I would say it's not a lot that he comes back. That's from what I understand. It's uh, it'd been good for him there as their offense coordinator. But Steve, you're right. They got hot at the right time, and elite quarterback play could carry a long time. And they finally are playing good defense. Oh, by the way, it's going to rain, but it won't be windy. I'll be interested to see how both quarterbacks handle that today. All right, uh, we're up against it. But do you see any home teams losing this weekend? And that would include. The Bills, of course, going against Patrick Mahomes in his first road playoff game. Although, yes. technically, he had a road yes, playoff game against Tampa in the Super Bowl, and that course was a disaster. Yeah, I did pick the Chiefs when I had to turn my picks in at Sports Grid. I do TV for them uh, four days a week, and I did pick the Chiefs to win. Now, uh, they got a couple little late injuries here, but the Bills are, they might be down three linebackers. They're down two corners. I mean, that, that does worry me. The snow is not going to be a factor. It's, unless it changes, it's not going to snow tomorrow. Uh, so... Uh, that'll be a great one. And and Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. Wow, that's interesting. It really is. Although, technically, he did have a road playoff game in the Super Bowl, and they got blown out by exactly. the Buccaneers. Yeah, exactly. All sure. right. Uh, well, once again, it is so great to reconnect with you, Adam. We need you throughout the rest of the playoffs. Is it, that going to be a guarantee? Sounds good, guys. I'll Thanks so much. That is uh, okay, Adam exactly. Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. All right, let's find out what is trending right now. Last week, expected to see him here, but he was not here. 
I was in Vegas, Steve. I know you were. How was Vegas? It was fun. Yeah. I was uh, one of the people who roasted Rob Parker at his 60th birthday party. Me, Chris Boussard, and his friend from high school. Really? I personally, I think I had the best jokes. Well, I, I'm glad he finally got to level six. He's a kid in my book. You know, I've, I've got five years on him, so... You know, like a day over uh, 50. <laughs> 120. Yeah, 120. <laughs> exactly. It sounds like you had a good time. Well, it's a good weekend to be back. It is a good weekend to be back. It's, people say this is the best weekend in football, the divisional round, and we're midway through the first game so far. 6-26 left in the third quarter. Lamar Jackson putting on a show. 10 for 15, 89 yards passing, one touchdown on Nelson Aguilar. Lamar rushing 8 for 68 and one touchdown, averaging 8.5 yards a carry. That'll get it done. Uh, uh, Houston's offense has not looked good so far this game. C.J. Stroud, uh, 15 for 25, 141 passing yards. Uh, leading rusher, Devin Singletary, 9 carries, 22 yards. Houston's only rushed for 31 yards as a team. Again, we are midway through the third quarter at this point. Uh, the one touchdown for the Houston Texans was a 67-yard punt return from Steven Sims. And so, uh, like I said, not looking great for Houston offensively so far, but long game yet to be played. Kaimi Fairbairn went one for two field goals in the first half. Both of them were 50 yards plus. Justin Tucker with a 53-yarder to round out the scoring there. And around the rest of the NFL, we had another game coming up, 8-15 Eastern, 49ers hosting the Packers, like you guys were just talking about with Adam Kaplan. Coming up tomorrow, the Chiefs and the Bills, Kadarius Tony will not be playing in that one. Speaking of Vegas, uh, Steve, you'll like this. You know, the Chiefs were two-and-a-half-point underdogs. After Kadarius Tony got ruled out, still two-and-a-half-point underdogs. <laughs> Speaking of Buffalo, the Bills apparently still need shovelers to help finish the snow removal per their social media accounts. So it's snowing again in Buffalo. Uh, hey, Head coaching carousel continues to spin. Arthur Blank desperately wants to hire former Patriots head coach Bill Belichick to run the Falcons. That's CBS Sports reporting that. They say it's Belichick's job if he wants it. Lions coordinators have been busy not just preparing for Tampa, but interviewing for head coaching jobs. Offensive coordinator Ben Johnson interviewed for the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Chargers today. Defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn interviewed for the Commanders and the Chargers today. Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris also interviewed for the Chargers job. Everybody apparently interviewing for the Chargers job, except for Dallas head coach Mike McCarthy. He's still got a job, but no contract extension. Jerry Jones said he will not extend his contract past 2024 until he sees a little bit more results. Again, 626 left in the third quarter. Ravens 17, Houston 10 with uh, a run. there. That might be Dalvin Cook's first run of the night right there. How about that? Not a bad deal for Dalvin Cook, right? I mean, he goes to the Jets, and we're all hyping this move up that, wow, with Brees Hall, they're going to have this dynamic duo after four straight Pro Bowl seasons of the Vikings, and he doesn't play for the Jets. Well, and now he gets to hook up with a team that might be heading to a Super Bowl. I was wrong on that one. It's not his first carry. He also hasn't played for this team yet. He is active on the roster. That was Gus <laughs> Edwards. I got the dreads confused. But yeah, no, Gus Edwards, seven carries for 30 yards so far, along of nine. But uh, back to you guys. All right, uh, Martin, thank you very much. Once again, uh, we are coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. That's one of the great mysteries of 2023 season was Dalvin Cook. A guy who was a four-time Pro Bowler with the Minnesota Vikings. They decided to move on from him. He ends up with the Jets. They're like, wow, what a move for the Jets. You got Brees Hall. You got Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook never played. 
Yeah, I, I didn't. And understand then they that. finally let him loose so he could sign elsewhere. It's sort of like a favor to him. Cowboy fans were upset that he didn't sign with the Cowboys. He signs with the Ravens. Now the the good thing is he can just sit around for the rest of the year, and if the Ravens end up winning a Super Bowl, he gets one of those fancy rings. He gets a ring, even if he never plays a single down. Hang tight. <laughs> <laughs> Hang tight, man. Sit on your hands. It's one of my favorite stories. Donnell Pumphrey, San Diego State legend. San Diego State. Still the all-time leading career rusher in NCAA history. Was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. Got hurt before the season. Never played a single game. Eagles win the Super Bowl. He never played a game in the NFL. But he owns a beautiful Super Bowl ring. R- Ronnie Hillman. Same way. So, Ronnie Hillman. The late, great Ronnie Hillman. Yep, the late, great. Wow. Unbelievable. So sometimes right place at right time. All right, let's let's get back again to the situation with the Dallas Cowboys here and Mike McCarthy. Listening to Mike McCarthy speak at all after that loss to the Green Bay Packers and we have a championship team here. Well, if that's the case, why are you losing in the first round at home to the Green Bay Packers? If you have a championship team... You don't have a championship team. Your goal is to get to the level of being a championship right. team. You can't just say it. Right. But to be that ill-prepared mentally, let's say, for that game against the Packers, maybe you thought it's going to be a walkover game. This is a 7C. The barely well, stuck the, well, into no the playoffs. There are no walkovers in the playoffs, Well, certainly man. a guy like Mike McCarthy should know that. Yeah, there's no such thing as uh, uh, a, a we should have. In, in the playoffs. I mean, the guy's been through the playoffs many times over the years. If any team should have been extra focused in a game like this, it would be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, because it was so much on the line. Not only just the winning the game, but it's the narrative. It's what you guys have been trying to preach all year. It It's all for naught. It all went by the wayside because, you know, it, it look, it's a failure, We talked last year after the Chargers' playoff collapse against Jacksonville that Brandon Staley should have been fired on the field after that game. Should halftime. He should right on in. Well, if anybody should have been fired at halftime, it was Mike McCarthy. Yeah, that was bad. How does he come back for year five as the Cowboys coach with one playoff win under his belt as the Cowboys coach and convince a team this is the year? I really don't know how you do that. How does he do that? Everyone's looking at each other saying it's the same team. Same team. It's the same team. So what changes? Nothing. A guy like McCarthy's not going to change. Your schedule is going to be harder. Mm-hmm. First place schedule. So it, it's not going to get any easier. Let's talk about uh, Bill Belichick. Why would he take the Atlanta job? I mean, it, 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 the last time I checked, Desmond Ritter's your quarterback, maybe. Is their quarterback situation any better significantly than where the Patriots are right now? What, what, if you're Belichick, the only way I'm taking a head coaching job is if I've got a quarterback. If anyone should know the value of a quarterback, it's Bill Belichick. And you're right, but what job is available that has a quarterback? Apparently the Chargers aren't interested in him. Right, so are you all that interested in Bill Belichick and rebuilding a team? No, he doesn't. I don't think he has the patience for that. Um, it, it it just it's a it's a head scratcher. What pick do, uh, does Atlanta have in the draft? 
I'll have to check. But then even what am I saying? Because, you know, we all know Bill Belichick. You can't really draft, so. Well, are you going to hand him complete reins of the team? No. No way. No. Yeah, so it it is a head scratcher. You know, you try to figure out, you know, what someone's thinking and how is that even possible? Um, And I don't know. Does that seem like a fit? Atlanta's got the eighth pick in the draft. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, we talked about this last week. Not only do you obviously have Caleb Williams and Drake May. Yeah, but you can you trade You have Jaden Daniels. Yep. You got Bo Nix. You got Michael Penix Jr. You got a lot of quarterbacks out there. That's true. And, yeah. Well, you know, either way, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see what that, what, what that looks like, him in Atlanta. <laughs> Man. Oof. What is it? I mean, let's say he goes to Atlanta and posts like three straight six and ten, uh, six and eleven seasons. What does that do to his legacy? Well, we've seen the legacy already take a hit, so it's it's going the other way. Tom Brady left, won a, uh, uh, a championship, won a, a Super Bowl. His legacy increased. Bill Belichick made it to the playoffs, but then subsequently ruined a young quarterback's career and just. You know, just made dumpster fire decisions. Well, the one thing that would be in his favor is that NFC South. Oh, you got yeah. Tampa, you got yeah. New Orleans, and you got Carolina. It's a very winnable division. You got a way out. Right. I mean, you you should be, if you can't win that division, yeah, then you maybe you're not out. the coach that everyone thought you were. All right, coming up on the other side, we continue on. Our coverage of this game between the Ravens and the Texans, we got 53 seconds to go in the third quarter. Ravens still hanging on to a 17-10 lead. Keep it right here for all the latest. This is Fox Football Saturday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Steve Harbin, from Salam, Fox Football Saturday. We're coming live from the TireRack.com studios 
All right, the third quarter has ended. The Ravens lead 17 to 10, and they're in the red zone right now with a first down, a first and five at the Houston 19 yard line. So, is the Ravens look in pretty good shape right now? Uh, Lamar Jackson's had to get it done more so with his legs today than his arm, but this is the great luxury of having a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. He's not one-dimensional, and he's picked up 82 yards rushing and has a rushing touchdown along with a passing touchdown. So Lamar Jackson doesn't overwhelm you with his numbers. All he needs is a win. He, That's he, what he, he needs need more than anything. This is, again, we're talking about the Houston Texans, D'Amico Ryan, C.J. Stroud and company. It's been a great story. A little pass is touchdown, Ravens! Touchdown, Ravens. That was a beautiful pass. It was a beautiful pass into the end zone. And touchdown, Ravens. Isaiah likely right there with the reception. So 23-10, pending the extra point. The Ravens now in control. And this is what you want to see from your quarterback. We mentioned the fact that they looked rusty in the first half. The offense wasn't really doing much of anything. You're tied at half with the Houston Texans. And the Ravens have come out and completely dominated the second half. That's what the halftime cussing out is about. Yeah. What do you think John Harbaugh said? All right. Like, <laughs> you you have to pull your leader, which is Lamar, mm-hmm. to the side and, and tell him everything you've done prior to today doesn't matter. The old MVP, the new one you're probably going to win, you will be measured about what happens in this game. Not last year. Not two years ago, not next year. This game, you have one half of football to focus the attention in the right direction. Because if not, you'll become that guy. So lead us. This team is going where you take us. Then you just walk away. All right. Well, right now they're very much in good shape. Now, tomorrow's AFC matchup between the Chiefs and the Bills. If the Ravens win this game, they'll have to go to Baltimore for the AFC championship game. Remember, Kansas City has hosted the AFC championship game five years in a row. That's never happened in the history of the NFL. Ever. Where a team has hosted the conference championship game five consecutive years. Two of those were losses. Remember, they lost to New England the first in that inexplicable second-half collapse against the Bengals a couple of years ago. But much is being made, and rightfully so, because we don't have a lot to go with, with Patrick Mahomes' mm-hmm. first technical road oh, and playoff it's gonna be a, game. It's going uh, to be a real game, too, because that, that weather up there, I know it was cold in Kansas City. Oh, it was cold. This is different weather. Okay, wait a second. You're saying Kansas City cold and Buffalo cold are two different things. Oh, that's not the same thing. That's why I always like to talk about Chicago wind and other wind. It's completely different. Like when you get that wind blowing off the lake in Chicago, it's like, okay, I don't remember anything quite like that. So Buffalo cold is a different beast. I was very impressed last week with Josh Allen. Uh, by the way, that was a Steeler team that showed you why they have a great coach, Mike Tomlin. They hung in there. I mean, that game could have gotten ugly early. Steelers hung in there, even with Mason Rudolph as their quarterback. But that being said, Josh Allen made all the right plays. Now, keep in mind, head-to-head, Josh Allen 
is three and three with Patrick Mahomes. Three and mm-hmm. one in the regular season, zero oh and two in the playoffs. But both those playoff games were in Kansas City. Now we had Adam Kaplan saying he's going with the Chiefs tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. I think the Bills. Think about what the Bills—they've been playing playoff football now for the last what seven games. Y- yes, they, All right, so they've had 16. to. So remember, they were sitting at six and six, five games to go, and they headed into Kansas City. And they won that game. Then they came home, blew out the Cowboys. They win at Miami in the final game to win the AFC East. I'm going with Buffalo, man, tomorrow. I mean, I mean, I'll put it this way: if the Chiefs win tomorrow, as high as Patrick Mahomes' resume is in terms of where he stands all time this early in his career. It would take a mighty leap forward, in my mind, if they got this win on the road against a red-hot Bills team. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. I mean, they've sputtered. So, I I, I mean, the teams who came into the playoffs playing well are playing well. Yeah, Texans. Packers, Bills, that momentum Tampa carries Bay. over. Tampa Bay. That's a real thing. And, and, and you know, the Chiefs have not – if it weren't for the Chiefs' defense this year, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be there. When's the last time we've said that? But again, With Patrick Mahomes being uh, under center. But this is Patrick Mahomes. This is a guy whose postseason record speaks for itself. I mean, he's guided his team to five consecutive conference championship games. By the way, there's only one other quarterback in the history of the NFL who started five consecutive AFC championship games. Do you know who that is? Ken Stabler. Oh, Kenny Stabler. Yeah, the snake. The snake, baby. With the Raiders. The only other guy to pull that off. Um, But that being said, Josh Allen has also got a pretty impressive resume in the postseason. Yeah. And that game they played last year. Hmm. Well, the two years the two ago. two years ago, yeah, that, that shootout game. Goodness gracious. Well, change the rules. Change the rules. Change the rules. When you have a game that's so dynamic, they actually change the rules about overtime that's in the postseason. That says a lot. All right, we'll have much more on this game between the Ravens and Texans. And a preview of tomorrow. This is Fox Football Saturday. Rolling along here as we get started with this NFL Divisional Round Playoff Weekend. This is Fox Football Saturday, and we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, we're going to help get you there. An unmatched selection, fat-free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, inside 13 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And the Baltimore Ravens are in control right now, leading the Texans 24-10. to 10. They also have the ball right now. So the Ravens uh, in pretty good shape right now to uh, move on into the conference championship game, yep. which they will be hosting regardless of who wins game tomorrow between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. All right, let's, let's talk a little bit about the game coming up between the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. So what we've seen here today is a Ravens team. They had a little rust, shook it off. What did I say? And now in full control, they have dominated the second half. You're absolutely right. What about the 49ers situation? I mean, you're going against a Packer team that honestly, 
I mean, let's put it this way. The Green Bay Packers gave up 30 points to the Carolina Panthers in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, that does not bode well going against a 49er offense that is healthy, fully loaded, and has more weapons than any other offense in the entire league. That's right. But what you got to do uh, is you got to throw that out. <laughs> okay. You, you, Just ignore that. You throw it out because it's a different season. Right. That's literally, that was us last year. Mm-hmm. Right? When you make it to the playoffs, your regular season now is last year. Mm-hmm. This is the start of new football year. Right? And it's shortened. It's an abbreviated year. In some cases, it's two games. In some cases, it's three or four. But you got to throw it out. And you have to attack this opponent with a fresh start, defensively, offensively. All right, slow your, down. Mi- your mindset has to be different, is what I'm trying to, to, to get at. So, Joe Barry, uh, I got to know him uh, when he was in with the Chargers organization. He was the guy that told me that Jeremiah Tachu was going to be a double-digit uh, sack guy for the next 10 years in the NFL. If you don't know who he is, that obviously proves the point that he was wrong about him. <laughs> that did not work. Did not work. Uh, there's been all kinds of rumors that Barry could be out anyway, mm. uh, regardless, because the Packers' defense has not been good this year. All right, so let's pick your poison. This is the one thing you always have to do when you take a team that has multiple weapons. So you got Christian McCaffrey, who was the best running back in the league. By the way, in the all-pro voting for running back, he got every vote. Of course. Why wouldn't you? He, he got 50, every... out of, 50 out of 50 first-place votes. Yeah, if someone voted for someone else, they should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, George Kittle was first-team all-pro tight end this mm-hmm. year. And then, you know, you got a couple other guys, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. And you have a quarterback that knows how to get the ball in their hands, usually really in the manner where they can actually then oh. – Go which, even further. Which is an art form as well. Right. This goes back to Joe Montana back mm-hmm. in the day. It wasn't just the fact that he would throw the ball at Jerry Rice and, and, and John Taylor. He would hit them in stride so they could do the rest. So if you're the Packers trying to figure out what are we going to do first in trying to slow down this 49er offense – do you focus on the run? Do you try to take one of the receivers out of the game? What is your strategy if you're the Packers going against the kind of diversity you're going to face with that 49er offense? you got to try to speed Brock Purdy up. What we've seen, teams that have had success against Brock Purdy, they sped him up. The The, the number one thing we talked about Brock last year during his playoff run, the end of the last uh, part of the season in the playoff run was – it doesn't seem like defenses can speed him up. He's just out there playing. We said the same thing about C.J. Stroud his whole rookie season. What Baltimore is doing is they're speeding him up. They may not be getting sacks. They're getting him off his spot, and they're making him make decisions faster than he wants to. That's how you have to attack a Brock Purdy. Jordan Love, I mean, much was made, obviously, of 27 nothing, but you talk about a quarterback playing with confidence. That's where Jordan Love is right now. Fabulous season, followed by an m- unbelievable performance against the Dallas Cowboys. So if you're the 49ers, 
and you're going up against a quarterback who is on, dare I say, an earned ego run right now, <laughs> how do you knock him down a couple of notches? See, the, the this is what people aren't understanding when they're like, oh my God, Jordan Love, he just came out of nowhere, and yada, yada, yada. Jordan Love's not a rookie. Jordan Love's been in the league four years. So, yeah, he he's a little bit more seasoned. Just playing isn't the only way you can get better. Right? He's played behind a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. He was able to learn just like that quarterback was able to learn for three years prior to getting his first start. So when I'm watching Jordan Love, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all that he's able to play the way, especially the last half of the season into into the playoffs. That's not shocking to me because he's been in the league. He's been at the meetings. He knows how to prepare. He knows how to read defenses, even though he wasn't out there. So if you want to attack that, you can't go at it like, okay, we're going to throw a bunch of stuff out of him and, and confuse him. No, because he's seasoned. This is not a rookie quarterback. So what you have to do is you have to trick him. You have to make his eyes see something that's not there. Matt LaFleur, I don't think, is getting anywhere near the credit he has mm. earned. That's a good point. People, people go back to the end of the Mike McCarthy era in Green Bay, and things had gotten very stale with Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers' game was going down the last couple of years under Mike McCarthy. He had an injury, and then it just – he wasn't the same quarterback. And then you hire this young Matt LaFleur, and immediately Aaron Rodgers is Dalvin back to Cook. being an MVP. Dalvin Cook now on the field for the Ravens. He's got to be feeling pretty good right now in a playoff game after leaving the New York Jets. So uh, good stuff there with Dalvin Cook. But McCarthy had gotten stale with Aaron Rodgers. And look at the numbers. Rodgers' game was going down. He seemed to be in a downward trend. And then all of a sudden you bring LaFleur in, and all of a sudden he's winning back-to-back MVP awards. Yeah, it, it got to the point where it was just like, Aaron, go ahead, do your thing. Sometimes greatness needs direction. And if you had a coach almost the same age as the quarterback doing just that. I mean, that's pretty ballsy if you're Matt LaFleur to walk in and say, all right, Aaron, I've been watching film of you the last couple of years. Ain't working. We need to try some new things. Yeah, because you can make every throw, but and? And? Mm-hmm. It's just not about making every throw. Can you be the leader we need? And I, and I think... Um, when a guy's been in the league and had ultimate success that long and someone new comes in that that, that really clicks, then you're you're open to change. But if, if you if you're not clicking, you're not changing. They don't run the same offense with Jordan Love they ran with Aaron Rodgers. No, they can't. See, this is what I remember. You remember the year Aaron Rodgers got hurt and Brett Hundley, the former UCLA mm-hmm. quarterback, came in for half a season. It didn't work. And you know why? Because Mike McCarthy had no answer. He basically said, we have one offense. It's the Aaron Rodgers offense. Run it. And Brett Hundley's like, I'm not Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't, what am I supposed to do with this? So what we weren't really privy to behind the scenes 
as they were trying to figure out the right time to move on from Aaron Rodgers and finally hand the football to Jordan Love is that they were trying to figure out an offense that worked best for Jordan Love. And even though they struggled a little bit as he got more reps and more mm-hmm. reps and they could see more and more of what he could do well on a football field, they pushed it in that direction. I mean, these numbers that Jordan Love has put up over the last nine weeks are, are mind-boggling. He's thrown one interception. He, and so he's, he's they figured it out. But that gets back to coaching. Hey, uh, when, you're, when it comes to quarterback, it all gets back to coaching. Exactly. All of it. Look at Justin Herbert. We know he can. He has all the talent. No one has thrown for more passing yards, touchdowns, in their first three years of starting in the history of the league. Why can't they be successful? Because they were being coached mm. by someone who had no business coaching them. All right, let me hold you on that right there. Again, we are now down to under seven minutes to go. The Ravens are knocking on the door for another score, and they are inside the 10-yard line of the Texans, leading this game by a score of 24-10. to 10. The biggest coaching decision in terms of the future of the NFL is not about Bill Belichick. It's about Jim Harbaugh. Is he the game-changer that so many people think he is? especially for a certain franchise. We'll break it down, plus more on the games tomorrow in the NFL. This is Fox Football Saturday. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Steve Hartman and Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Football Saturday. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Now, shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Well, Lamar Jackson is going to be the league's MVP, and right now he is living up to the hype. Here are the numbers for Lamar Jackson. He just scored again. 
his second rushing touchdown of the game to go along with two passing touchdowns. So throwing the ball, 16 of 22, 152 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. On the ground, 11 carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns. This is what Lamar Jackson needed, but he's going to have to do it again. Now, next week, the Baltimore Ravens will be hosting the AFC Championship game against either the Bills or the Chiefs. And two quarterbacks that have proven their wear in the postseason. And whoever comes into that game is going to be coming off a big win. It's a big win for the Bills. It's a big win for the Chiefs. So they're going to have some momentum. Whoever comes out of that game going into the game against Baltimore, it's a little hard to judge the Ravens going against a team like the Texans who have been a tremendous story this year, but it's still the Houston Texans, a team that's limited in terms of talent, especially when you compare it to the Ravens, who, by the way, have 221 yards rushing today. This was a a, a great first step for the Texans. Yes, a necessary one. Now, doing, you know, having a tremendous offseason, free agency, having a great draft, that's how you continue, right? This experience for them has been tremendous. They've completely overshot expectation. I think they had the worst odds of getting to the Super Bowl. I think it was like 20 to 1, 20,000 to 1 or something like that. Yeah, rookie coach, rookie quarterback. Um, the, The pieces are there. They got it right. They got young weapons on the outside, two young running backs, young quarterback, young coach, they got it. But here, here's where there's a warning sign. This is Jacksonville last year. I mean, Jacksonville came after that Urban Meyer catastrophe. Mm-hmm, right. Doug Peterson comes in with a young quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. They get into the playoffs, have a miraculous come-from-behind victory in their first playoff game. And a lot of people thought, all right, they took that first step, and then seemingly they were in control this year, and the wheels came off. Well, injuries will do that to you. Now, staying healthy... Is a plus. I mean, it, it's a must, not a plus. You got it. It's it, football is a war of attrition, right? You got look. Baltimore doesn't have the best weapon offensively that they've had for the last five years, and that's Mark Andrews. They win this game, he can come back next week. So, being healthy and getting to the finish line, the first finish line, healthy is a big part of of this next season in terms of the playoffs. Wouldn't it be amazing if Odell Beckham Jr. is in another Super Bowl? I mean, I, 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 I'm I mean, he did it with the Rams. He came out of pulling nowhere. Yep. I, you know, I picked, did I did I tell you I picked him to be the Super Bowl MVP that year? And when he caught the oh, first touchdown pass, I'm like, oh my. Oh, it was going. It was coming. of the century. And then he got hurt. It was coming. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was coming. Way. All right. I'm going to ask you about Jim Harbaugh. So... <laughs> The Chargers are the odds-on favorite. By the way, if you missed it, it looks like the Raiders are going to retain Antonio Pierce as their head coach. I love that. And I love love that for them. I think that Mark Davis learned his lesson with the Bisaccia situation. He's not going to do it again. He's listening to his players. They dropped the ball two years ago. They dropped the ball two years ago. He's not going to do it again. Change direction on this team. Stay with a guy, as Max Crosby said. He understands what Raider football is about. The history of this franchise, what it means to be a Raider, he gets it. 
So good for him. So Antonio Pierce appears to be the Raiders' choice to retain as head coach. Excellent. Good job, Mark Davis. You got it right. So all of a sudden, you're looking at Jim Harbaugh. And everyone, forget Atlanta. They don't have a quarterback. (laughs) So when we talk about Belichick or Harbaugh, nobody knows more about the ports of quarterback than Bill Belichick. Nobody. Why would he go to Atlanta? On the same reason for Harbaugh. Why would he leave Michigan where he's going to be making 15 to $20 million a year? There's no quarterback there. Well, he'll get new quarterbacks. It's eh, a college game. I know, but is it ever going to be as good as it was? What, what for J.J. McCarthy? Is it ever going to be as good as it was well, for you mean Jim after Harbaugh w- and winning Michigan? a national championship? Is it ever going to be as good as it I don't know. Nick Saban won a lot of championships at Alabama, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's a little bit of different. That's a little bit different. I don't know. Michigan's been in the playoff three consecutive years. Okay. Okay. They so it's got not like they boat raced. All those players are not going to be there. Okay. Well, so that leaves that, the Chargers. That's the difference in the pros. So that leaves the Chargers. This is a miserable organization. <laughs> the record speaks for itself. The Spanos family is a losing family when it comes to the National Football League. They have an owner, Dean Spanos, is one of those guys that was born on third base and thinks he had a triple. Everything handed to him by his father. He was the son that the father had to figure out, what am I going to do with this guy? What what does he bring to the table? His father, Alex, was a self-made, wealthy man. Like... uh... Oh, well, there's a lot of these. What's Jeannie Bruss' brother's name? Uh, uh, G- uh, Jim, 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 Jim Bus, yeah. yeah like well, that. I mean, at some point as a dad, you you, you want to do best for your kids, right? So you're, you're like, all right, I got to give them something. That being said, <laughs> is Jim Harbaugh the kind of guy that can overcome unspeakable odds? turning around a losing franchise and making a winner. Because everywhere he has been, he has made those teams winners. That's exactly what he can do. Because that's exactly what he's done. You are who your body of work says you are. They 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 need a lot on that team. Okay. It's not just about the fact, well, we got a franchise quarterback. Okay, that's a nice start. You don't have any running game. Austin Eckler's done. You're going to have to start over at the running back position. Their offensive line outside of Slater. Does he have a quarterback? Well, he has a quarterback, but you got to keep him upright. Fine. He's fine. You can do that. That's fine. As, as long as he you're starting. He needs a defense. I got you. As long as you're starting there, then let's make it happen. All right, so you believe that the Chargers are going to have instantaneous success with the higher end of Jim Harbaugh as their head no, coach. No, I think the Chargers will be better than they have been the last since Justin uh, Harbaugh. Well, I mean, they league. made the playoffs two years ago. They were 7-10 and 10 this year. Yeah, I, I, I believe they'll be better. Well, that would be back in the playoffs at the very least. Yes. You believe that if Jim Harbaugh becomes of the coach of the Chargers within five years, they'll be hoisting the Lombardi Trophy? Quite possibly. Wow. What is it about Jim Harbaugh, in your opinion, that makes him special as a head coach? Guys like to play for him. No matter where he is, guys like to play for him. 
remember that trust thing I'm always talking about? Mm-hmm. And you asked me, well, well, how did Dan Campbell turn around Detroit? Or how did D'Amico Ryan just come right on in? It's trust. If guys in that locker room trust you. Antonio Pierce for the Raiders now. I'm telling you. That's everything. Bill Belichick lost the locker room, which is crazy to say. In New England, there was no trust there because of the decisions that he made bringing in Matt Patricia and a special teams coach to coach the offense. That's how guys in the locker room were like, he don't know what he's doing. How you, Bill Belichick? But sometimes ego gets in the way. Urban Myers, do you think anyone, based on the decisions he made prior to the season even starting, do you think anyone in that locker room trusted him? Well, when he brought in Tim Tebow it as was a tight over. end to it was over. work the locker room it was over. and it, convince everyone in that locker room it did how great Urban opposite. Meyer was. It did the exact opposite. It had the exact opposite effect. John Harbaugh, his brother, is another guy. Remember, he was a special teams coach mm-hmm. when the Ravens hired him as a head coach. I guess it gets back to their father, Jack. Something about his coaching style rubbed off on his two sons. Because they, even though their personalities are very different, mm-hmm. the end results are very similar. I know one thing about Jim Harbaugh, because he is competitive with his brother. He still hasn't gotten over losing that Super Bowl. And if he does become the Chargers head coach, now he's in the same conference as his brother. That could be some classic Harbaugh matchups down the road. Love it. I love, love it, too. It. I hope. I hope for his sake he ends up in the right place. Um, it seems like everything is eventually. Remember with Michigan, those first four years, not looking so good. Remember the uh, COVID shortened year? They were two and four. Yep. Two and four in that short year, followed up by three straight playoff performances. Well, as we heard from Adam Kaplan earlier, he said, because the, the report is the Chargers are offering somewhere in the neighborhood of five-year, $90 million, $18 million a year. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good number. It's a good number. It's a good number. But ultimately, it's going to come down to a decision by Jim Harbaugh. He has to decide, do I want to go to the Chargers? Or do I want to stay at Michigan? And those basically are his two choices right now. Forget Atlanta. He's not going to Atlanta. All right, let's find out what is trending right now. So what do you think he's going to do, Martin? Is he going to... He needs to stay his ass where he's at. That's what he needs to do. I don't know all this Chargers propaganda. Think about all the coaches that got fired this year. Belichick, Carroll, uh, who else? Who else? Tomlin was on the hot seat. Well, I mean, Harbaugh already knows about being canned, essentially. Exactly. Now, he left the 49ers after his least successful season, year four, and he had overstayed his welcome when he decided to got, jump on that Michigan job. Could not wait to get rid of him in San Francisco. But you know what he just bought himself with this 15-0 and season? At least five more years of job security. Just go ahead. And you know what? You want to talk about the Chargers or Spanos, Michigan will match it. How much are they going to pay him? Yeah, but he's he's accomplished the ultimate in college football. Not, Doesn't he want to do the same in the NFL? There. What you mean? Win another one. He could do that, Ephraim. He's not going to do that. He could, why not? But if he could have Saban gone, a Super Bowl, 
to that national championship. He's going to do that for the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, well, they, you did, they, yeah they I asked him within five years. You got can the you see that? He said very possible said, you could see them hoisting the Very possible. The, it's also Lombardi very trophy. possible that in three years later, he's looking for a new job, just like Brandon Staley was. Mm. Like, yeah, you, they're, yeah, they're not the same. They're not the same. Coach Brandon Staley and, and Jim Harbaugh are not the same coach. No, I don't. I don't I'm Brandon not, Staley had no business being head coach for as long as he did. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But the point I was trying to make is, is that you got about three years runway as a head coach in the NFL, and if you don't see success by then, your seat's hot by like year two and a half. I mean, unless you're John Harbaugh, you know what I'm saying? Or the, Mike the Tom only or thing that gets like to that. me about the college game, and and the reason, even though he's denying it, that I think Nick Saban finally said enough is just the whole recruiting aspect of the game now. It's so complicated with the transfer portal, with name, image, likeness. you got all American players that have a year of eligibility coming up, and they're entering the transfer portal? And you're like, what? I mean, it's the game. Like, it is what – like. but look, transfer portal, all of that, he's got at least five more years at Michigan before anybody even oh, talks about it. He could stay there the rest of, of his career if he wanted to. He could stay for the, for the next 20 years well, if he forget, wants to coach that Michigan long. wanted him out. Mm-hmm. And also, let's not forget, there are some sanctions getting ready to be levied. We don't know what's going on with, with the investigation. NCAA president said a championship was one fair and square. <laughs> Yeah, all right. On the field it was. <laughs> Moving forward, there will be penalties. Mm-hmm. That's Honestly, that's really what the holdup is. He just doesn't want to get fired for something that happened last year, which I I'm, I'm get it. Like, you're going to pay have to pay me out my contract if you want to. Like, it's already been adjudicated. But anyway, uh, two-minute warning here in this uh, laugher of a playoff game. Now, it was close to start, uh, 10-10 at the, end of the, at the end of the first half. It's been all Baltimore since. Lamar Jackson, four total touchdowns, uh, 200. 152 total yards, 152 through the air, 100 on the ground, uh, two touchdowns apiece, rushing and passing. C.J. Stroud in the offense of the Houston Texans. Well, I should say this. The rushing game of the Houston Texans never got off the bus. They had 12 carries for 31 yards right now with a minute 56 left in the fourth quarter at the two-minute warning. C.J. Stroud was 18 for 32, 165 through the air. The one Houston touchdown was a 67-yard punt return by Steven Sims, so uh, that's, that's pretty much paints the story of how Houston has looked against his Baltimore defense and Lamar Jackson has had one of probably the best playoff game of his entire career up to this point uh, in just a few minutes 8:15 Eastern we'll have the 49ers and the Packers Jair Alexander he's fighting through a shoulder and an ankle injury but he will play in that matchup there Dalvin Cook was active tonight. He had eight carries for 23 yards, had the least rushing yards. I mean, Justin Hill had 66 yards, Gus Edwards 40, and Dalvin Cook 23. Uh, wide receiver Kadarius Tony will be ruled out for Sunday's game against the Bills. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Head coaching carousel in, in spin. CBS Sports reporting that the Atlanta – Falcons desperately want to hire Patriots head coach Bill Belichick to run the team. CBS Sports saying that it is Belichick's job should he want it. The Detroit Lions coordinators had uh, offense. I mean, had head coaches interviews today. Offensive coordinator Ben Johnson with the Falcons, Seahawks, and Chargers. Defensive coordinators with the Commanders and the Chargers, and somebody else not named Jim Harbaugh interviewing for the Chargers job. Uh, Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. Steve, <laughs> it's been crazy. They have interviewed what ten people already? Interviewed a million. People, it feels like I'm surprised that uh, Ephraim. Did you get a call? Uh no, I'm I'm cool. You cool? Uh, so Ephraim turned down the interview. So they there offer you, you four million a year to coach the team. Oh, Ten I'm million. A, I'll a year? go coach him. I'll go coach. Him. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what I thought. Back uh, to you guys. Martin, thank you very, very much. Once again, we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studio. So on Monday, the day after the Lions' emotional victory over the Rams, the Lions' first playoff win since 1991, and the whole scene in Detroit was understandably emotional. Mm-hmm. I have a brother-in-law who's been a Lions fan his entire life. Oh, bless his heart. He's never wavered. In fact, this was one of those rare years. Every single year, living in Iowa, makes the trip to Minnesota, Minnesota to see the Lions-Vikings game. They didn't do it this year because it fell on Christmas Eve. But knowing how Lions fans are, and of course our own Chris here at Fox Sports Radio, another diehard Lions fan, was very emotional. But on Monday, the day after the game, Rams tight end Tyler Higby, who took a shot on the knee of from Kirby Joseph that blew out his ACL-MCL, same thing that happened to TJ Hawkinson of the Vikings just three weeks earlier, was sitting in his home the day after the game. You know, he's got the balloon thing before the surgery and everything else. And he's there with my ex-wife. Now, don't get any thoughts about it. She was there sort of house-sitting and helping out with his young daughter because his wife, fiance, had not gotten back yet on the trip. And there's been a lot of buzz this week about dirty hits in the NFL. And you say, all right, if it happens once, hey, you didn't mean harm, bad things can happen. But when it happens twice in a month to tight ends, same injury, same culprit, do you see a pattern there, or is it just coincidence? It, it's coincidence. Look, football is a, is a, is a collision sport. Mm-hmm. Can't hit them high. Can't, what, like it, when a receiver's going up for the ball and you're coming in, right, Any anything hit up high is, 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 is a penalty. Well, the Lions are trying to blame Stafford for throwing the ball. Do you put the blame on the quarterback? No, I'm 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 not gonna put the game the blame on the quarterback. What I'm telling you is it's a collision sport. In collisions, people get hurt. They've taken the blatant hits and collisions out of the game, which I believe is making it safer. But at some point, if you okay, now you can't hit them low. In the middle of the field, you you don't have an opportunity to make a, a play make a tackle, or get a receiver to the ground. Dan Campbell, his coach, uh, backed up Joseph, saying he tackles the way we teach him to tackle. Period. That's it. Keep your head up. That's it. It doesn't excuse the fact that we have a player hurt badly. No, no. unfortunate things happen in a collision sport. Let's talk about the Lions for a second. By the way, it is a final 34-10. to The Ravens have defeated the Texans. They will host the AFC Championship game, and Lamar Jackson, especially in the second half, look every bit the MVP, threw for two touchdowns, ran for two touchdowns, ran for 100 yards. Tremendous performance, his second-ever playoff win. Game we have not talked at all about is the Lions now hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And once again, with Tampa Bay, you have a team going into Detroit with nothing to lose. I mean, no one is expecting them to beat the Lions in Detroit. One reporter, unfortunately, asked oh, goodness. Todd Bowles if the bad weather in Detroit was going to have a major impact oh, on the game. Oh, gosh. Eesh. Bowles quickly reminded the reporter, 
they have an indoor arena. So now he goes, maybe the little drive over there, the walk into the stadium could be a problem. That being said, Baker Mayfield, who I believe, is he the NFL's comeback player of the year this year? I mean, there's so many candidates. Matthew Stafford's a candidate. Joe Flacco's a candidate. But when you look at a guy like Baker, Baker Mayfield, it's right? It's got to be him. In he the was jerk. a playoff quarterback with the Cleveland Browns a few years ago. He fell so far off the map. Wasn't he playing mop-up duty with the Rams? Yeah, and then he went to Carolina. Yeah. Well, he's Carolina. And then, then the Rams. Right. And now, yeah. Full season. Started every game for Tampa this year. And look great. His best season ever. In their playoff win against the, wow, the Eagles. What happened there? <laughs> I mean, I, I knew they, they were probably not going to win that game against Tampa, but that was ugly. That was embarrassing. And Nick Sirianni still the coach. How do you look at that game? Tampa Bay going into Detroit, who, again, they didn't overwhelm the Rams. The Rams were in that game all the way to the end. They barely held on to that win. Are the Lions a lock here, or could they be surprised by Tampa Bay? Of course you can be surprised. Would it be that much of a surprise? I mean, would you be shocked if Tampa Bay wins that game in Detroit? Well, yeah. Okay, so it would be a shocking upset. Of, of course. I mean, you got a Tampa Bay team in the worst division uh, in football. Right. Who just knocked off the NFC reigning champions, right? the Philadelphia and Eagles. on the road. And... And, and, and knock off one of the hottest teams in, in the league this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big game for Detroit because everything's set up for you. Got the home, got the, got the home cooking, got the whole nine yards. Do you have faith in Jared Goff? I do. I've, I've seen him get to the Super Bowl before. Yes, you have. And by the way, to get there, they need a little help from a non-call against the Saints, but they won a road playoff game against the Saints in the NFC Championship game. And, and I also believe in Dan Campbell. And the rest of that coaching staff. So, yeah. Here's the one thing about Detroit. So, defensively, last year, they were one of the worst teams in the league, which is why they didn't make the playoffs last year. And they realized that we're not a whole lot better this year, but we're trying to do one thing well, and that's stop the run. But teams are passing on them. The Rams were able to, and Puka Nakua was, was unreal in that mm-hmm. game against the Lions. If I'm Baker Mayfield right now, I'm licking my chops. They have talent. Oh, yeah. A lot of talent at wide receiver. They should be able to throw the ball well Mike, Mike Evans against is, the Lions. Is a, is a problem, and he has been for 10 years straight. You got Godwin. You've got a lot of talent at wide receiver in Tampa. Who has 1,000 yards receiving in 10 straight years? Oh, guess what? No one has yeah. except for him. Well, Mike Evans has. Now, um... I think it's going to be a shootout game. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a shootout game. Whether it's not going to be a factor in Detroit, look out. Points on the board. All right, coming up on the other side, we're going to get you ready for the next game on today's NFL slate as the 49ers, the one seed, get ready to take on the surprising Green Bay Packers. This is Fox F- Football Saturday. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Steve Harbin, E from Salam. Fox Football Saturday, live from the TireRack.com studios. want to thank the gang today. Martin jumping in as he has done so often to give us all the updates out there. Patrick... Patrick, I didn't see anything but uh, permanent with this Saturday shift. Am I right on that? I think you are correct, Steve. Yes, Patrick is now permanent on the show. Lorena has to give the thumbs up, thumbs down, though, because she is now. He's got the hand clap. That's good, right? Yeah, he's working it. All right, so he's uh, he's cool with this, Lorena? Yeah. Yeah. He's a sweet guy. All right. You got that, Patrick? All right. Um, great job today, you guys, as always. All right, let's get ready for this game coming up here, Ephraim, as the 49ers and the Packers get ready. We just saw the Ravens. Uh, by the way, they just put up a stat, the Lamar Jackson, just the sixth quarterback ever in NFL playoff history to have at least two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns in the same game. So he left, definitely lived up to the hype. But let's let's look down the road. Let's assume the two number one seeds end up facing each other in the Super Bowl. We saw them earlier saw this them year earlier. where the Ravens went into San Francisco and blew the doors off the 49ers. Do you see a clear difference between these two teams? Is that Ravens' defense so dominant that they offset any dynamic weapons that the 49ers counter with we saw it before do you think it would translate that way again in las vegas at the super bowl well i think it'll be different right once you've played a team uh at this at that caliber and they've beaten you or you've beaten them expect kyle shanahan and the san francisco 49ers if they do meet in the super bowl to make adjustments right to look at the things that didn't work, look at the things that they capitalize on, and adjust to that. And then right? you the, are the they, Ravens, and you have to figure out exactly. what adjustments are they so going to make. you have the advantage mm-hmm. uh, over the team that won. The team that lost has the advantage because now you get to see. The team that won, this is what we're going to do to them again. Yeah, but can that be counterproductive? You, you not only beat them, you beat them convincingly on their home field. Does that give you... I wouldn't say complacency, but maybe a little sense of security. Yeah, well, knowing of we can get it's human it done. Nature. It's human nature, right? But you can't have that. No. Now John Harbaugh, I know, is a veteran coach, so he's not going to let that happen. Exactly. And say that game never happened. Wipe it out of your mind. That game never happened because it won't be the same team that shows up. No, absolutely not. 
This will be a fully loaded 49er team. I, after watching a convincing victory for the Ravens today, uh, I've got to believe we're going to see the same with the 49ers tonight. I, I, mean, would, I, I would hope so. Going against a seven-seed Packers, a 9-8 and eight team. You, you got one game to get it to the NFC Championship game. You can't, let, you can't squander that. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going 49ers both today. So our picks for tomorrow, Tampa at Detroit. Who are you taking? Detroit. I'm taking Detroit. I'm going to rock with them. Oh, I'm rooting hard for Detroit. I, I, I really want I'm rooting Detroit. hard for Detroit. Even though I like the Baker Mayfield story, yeah. I'm pulling for him, but but uh, but I, I I want Detroit. And then the game of the week, Chiefs at the Buffalo. Bills. Buffalo. I mean, I always say, close your eyes. Which quarterback's got a smile on his face Buffalo, as they Buffalo. as they come in and embrace each other? Josh Buffalo, Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Those elements, man. Mm-hmm. Brother, those elements. Josh Allen was built from for those elements from Wyoming. By the way, if the Chiefs do lose tomorrow and be absent from the AFC Championship game for the first time after five straight years, do they have to do some soul searching in the offseason to get back to where they want to be? You have arguably the greatest quarterback of his it's, generation. It's not but- so much soul searching. It's they have to shore up those weapons on the outside. They they let too many games go with drop passes and opportunity squandered opportunities. And Travis Kelsey's which is, which not is getting any them. younger. Correct. He he dropped a couple of passes. Yeah, last he did. Week. He's thirty four years old. Nine got- Pro Bowls. I mean, he's Hall of Fame ticket punch, but not getting any younger. He is not. It'll be interesting if they can get this thing going. All right, we have much more coming up here. Our coverage of the National Football League is without precedent. If you want all the latest on The Shield, keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.